All right, you've got a brown insert that has the hymn on it for this evening. Coming up is the 15th Sunday after Trinity. Uh, the hymn is entitled, Why Art Thou Thus Cast Down My Heart? Um, the very first words, uh, obviously taken from Psalm 42 and Psalm 43. Uh, those words in particular are repeated at the beginning of 42, middle of 40, middle to end of 42, verse 5, verse 11, and then I think in verse 43 again, often those two psalms uh, going together. Um, there is really uh, uh, some different themes that are in Psalm 30, 42 and 43 than we find here, but it does start off... Uh, uh, with those words. You can see here, this is one of, I think, three hymns in a row that are just not included in any hymnal. Um, the, uh, this hymn translated by Catherine Winkworth, um, written by Arthur Hans Sox, uh, 1552. Um, uh, two hymns we know of that, that he wrote. Uh, he's described in... Uh, an online research as a famous German poet and a shoemaker. So uh, take that uh, uh, for for what it is. All right. So the uh, the reading coming up uh, that we'll be looking at tonight for this coming Sunday is from Matthew six, uh, which uh, says that we ought to take a look at the birds and we ought to take a look at the flowers of the field. And why are we worrying uh, when God takes care of us? So we see a similar theme, uh, and ought to, with the hymn of the day. Stanza one. Why art thou thus cast down my heart? Why art thou thus cast down my heart? Why troubled? Why dost mourn apart? Why troubled? Why dost mourn? Or not, but earthly wealth? Or not, but earthly wealth. So, you know, your uh, soul is cast down, you're troubled, you're mourning over things. What? Is it just worldly wealth? Is that the only thing that's, that's uh, uh, troubling you? That, that's over naught. That's over uh, nothing. And so it says here, Trust in thy God, be not afraid. Trust in thy God, be not afraid. He is thy friend who all things made. He is thy friend who all things made. And so the, the first stanza pretty well follows that. Why are you cast down? Trust in God. Uh, he will provide for you. There's no other man that we, that we can go to who can provide for us. So um, uh, the first stanza pretty well illustrates that. Um, and then with eight more stanzas for a total of nine, uh, we see that he explains very good hymn. Two, dost think thy prayers he doth not heed? Dost think thy prayers he doth not heed? He knows full well what thou dost need. He knows full well what thou dost need. So tonight in our reading in Matthew 6, we're going to have where it says, uh, you know, the Gentiles run after these things. 
but your heavenly Father knows that you need them. And so as it says here, he knows full well. He he knows what you need. Uh, um, And uh, your prayers he's going to heed. And heaven and earth are his. My Father and my God, who still is with my soul in every ill. And so, almost reminds us of that um, Thomas, you know, my my God, my Lord, you know, here, my Father and my God. Uh, the one who is not only the God, but also the one who is the Heavenly Father, the one who takes care of his children, and it says he will take care of us even in our sickness, in our ill. Stanza three, thou, since thou my God and Father art, since thou my God and Father art, I know thy faithful loving heart. I know thy Will ne'er forget thy child. Will never forget thy child. So tonight we're also going to be taking a look at the first article. These all kind of fit together tonight. Um, the first article teaching us about the Creator who is our Father. Um, the Father who created all things. And as it says here, if both the Creator, our God and Father, um, what does it teach us? Well, it teaches us As it says here, thy faithful, loving heart. What do we find? We find that we have, you know, this is not evolution. This is not just fate. It's not just things are going on, and we hope they kind of go down the right way. Um, Our Heavenly Father created heaven and earth. He separated everything out, made a place for us to be, and he is still preserving and taking care of us. What does it teach us? He has a faithful and loving heart. That's what it teaches us, and that uh, he's watching after his children. To continue, see, I am poor, I am but dust. See, I am poor, I am but dust. On earth is none who I can trust. On earth is none who I can trust. So it contrasts us who are of the dust. You can't trust in man. Uh, No, trust in God. With stanza four and five, we see a little uh, poetic license going on. The rich man in his wealth confides, but in my God, my trust abides. Then laugh ye as ye will. I hold this fast that he hath taught. Who trusts in God shall want for naught. So the rich man trusts in his wealth. I'm going to trust in God. You can laugh at me if you will. Go right ahead. But I got a promise. I got a promise from God. Uh, what is the promise? Uh, that I will lack for nothing. Um, nothing that I need. Nothing that the Lord. He will provide for me. And then I like the way he uh, twists. Stands a five just a little bit. Yes, Lord, thou art as rich today. Yes, Lord, thou art as rich today. So he's been talking about the rich man, but now he's going to talk about his God, his Lord, and saying, The Lord is rich. <laughs> yes, Lord, thou art as rich today as thou hast been and shall be a. As thou hast been and shall be a. 
So, I'm going I'm to trust in the Lord who's, who's been rich, and he's still rich. Uh, I rest on thee alone. I rest on thee alone. Thy riches to my soul be given. Thy riches to my soul be given. And tis enough for earth and heaven. And tis enough so I'm going to trust in the, the real rich man, which is our God, and he's going to shower out his riches upon my soul. In fact, what has he held back? Um, here it says he gives us heaven and earth. Luther's going to do that one better when we get to the large catechism. He's going to talk about the one who has given us heaven and earth has even given us himself, his son, his Holy Spirit. Stanza 6. What here may shine, I all resign. If the eternal crown be mine, that through thy bitter death, thou gainest, O Lord Christ, for me. For this, for this, I cry to thee. The shiny stuff of this world, he said, I'll let it all go. I'll resign that. It it can go. I'm looking forward to something else shiny. It's called an eternal crown. Uh, How did I get that eternal crown? Well, it was by the bitter death uh, that our Lord Christ uh, won for us. He gained it for us. Um, That's why I'm crying to him. How about the stuff of this world? Well, seven. All wealth, all glories here below. All wealth, all glories here below. The best that this world can bestow. The best that this world can bestow. Silver or gold or lands. Silver or gold or lands. But for a little time is given. But for a little time is given. And helps us not to enter heaven. So, those gifts which God has given us, and again, all the wealth, all that the world can give us, yeah, of course we have it for a little while. That's been given to us for a purpose. Um, but it, it can't help us to enter heaven, so let's treat it in, in the way that it is, here today and gone tomorrow. I thank thee, Christ, eternal Lord, I thank thee, Christ, eternal Lord, that thou hast taught me by thy word, that thou hast taught to know this truth and thee. To know this truth and thee. O grant me also steadfastness. O grant me also steadfastness. Thy heavenly kingdom not to miss. Thy heavenly kingdom not to miss. So don't let these things get in the way that it might... Uh, uh, can't You can't enter heaven with them and, and uh, I don't want to miss heaven. So... Uh, thankfully, we've been taught by Christ uh, how important these things are, and we can put them in their, in their place. Stanza number nine. Praise, honor, thanks to thee be brought. Praise, honor, thanks to thee be brought. For all things in and for me wrought. For all things in and for me wrought. By thy great mercy, Christ. By thy great mercy, Christ. This one thing only still I pray. This one thing only still I pray. O cast me ne'er from thee away. O cast me ne'er from thee away. 
So all these things that he has given, not only to me, but in me, for me, showing his loving kindness, uh, it is my duty to thank and praise, serve and obey him. Yes, of course, uh, that is. Um, What do I ask? Uh, That my sins might have him not cast me away, but keep me close. All right. This thing stands one. Uh, It's not a very easy hymn. Um, We'll see. Let's do one line at a time. Why art thou thus cast on my heart? Again. Why art thou thus cast on my heart? Second line. Why trouble well thus born apart? Mm, try it again. Why trouble well thus on my heart or not but earthly wealth or not but earthly wealth trust in thy God be not afraid trust in thy God be not afraid thy friend to all things made. He is thy friend to all things made. Stanza one all the way through. Why art thou thus cast on my heart? Why trouble thou thus born apart? Or not but earthly wealth, trust in thy God, be not afraid, he is thy friend to all things made. All right. Tonight we have uh, the first article of the creed. Should have on your uh, little booklet. Uh, be on page 13 that has the creed. So, with the Ten Commandments, which we started with, we've kind of gone through those. Uh, these are the things that God's will is. He has told us those things which we are to do and which we are not to do. Uh, which we commissions us to say, this you and this you shall not omit. With each one of those commandments, he has given something that, a gift that he is, is protecting. And we've gone through all ten, as well as with the, the close of the commandments. Um, what did we find? The ten commandments shows our sins. That's what it does. It shows us where we have failed. We've not done what we should done. We've done what we shouldn't. Of course. When we get to the second uh, chief part of the small catechism, Luther says, the Apostles' Creed comes to our aid. What does that mean? It comes to our aid. 
right. So, the Ten Commandments showed us our need. The Apostles' Creed gives us what we need. He gives us the help. He comes to our, our, that creed comes and tells us, all right, here is who God is, and here is what he has done. And so, our God comes to us and uh, supplies for us. Oh, first of all, we would need forgiveness of sins. Then we would need uh, uh, aid that we might begin to practice and, and, and do these things. Um, these, this is exactly what the creed uh, supplies for us. All right, the creed. As the head of the family should teach it in all simplicity to his household. The first article of creation. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. What does this mean? Answer. Repeat after me. And I'm going to go ahead and follow this. It's, it's pretty close to what we're used to. I believe that God has made me and all creatures. I believe that God has made me and all creatures. That he has given me my body and soul. And that he has given me my body and soul. Eyes, ears, and all my members. Eyes, ears, and all my members. My reason and all my senses. My reason and all my senses. And still preserves them. And still preserves them. So, the first thing, the first kind of long list of stuff that it gives, it's going to talk about the stuff that is me. Um, the scriptures say things like, and you are not your own. Um, well, not my own. Uh, who am I? Well, God made me. Uh, eyes, ears, all my members, my reason, my senses. Um, I am who God made me to be. Uh, and so, these are all the gifts, as it mentioned earlier, that are in me. Uh, uh, the last stanza said, uh, these gifts which are in me, and he's still preserving those that they might, well, be with me. Then I get another list of, of things. Now, this is not me, but it's, it's stuff outside of me. Repeat. Also clothing and shoes. Meat and drink, house and home, wife and children, fields, cattle, and all my goods. Alright, so what about this list of stuff? Um, what about this? It's not me, but what is it? It's the things I need to live. The things I need. So, to take care of the me that he has given, he's also given me a list of stuff, food, drink, house, all this stuff, that helps to take care of me. Um, so now he's providing those things as well. Keep going. That he richly and daily provides me. With all that I need to support this body and life. With all that I need to support this body and life. So, we have my body and life, we have all these things that he has given, and it's going to richly and daily provide me with all that I need. That he defends me against all danger. That he defends me against all danger. 
and guards and protects me from all evil. So we're not done. Uh, there's also going to be defense uh, that he is going to provide and defend. He's going to guard and protect. Why? Because evil is coming against me. Um, and he's going to fight it off so that it may not harm me. And all this purely out of fatherly, divine goodness and mercy. And all this purely out of fatherly, divine goodness and mercy. And all this purely out of fatherly, divine goodness and mercy. And all this purely out of fatherly, divine goodness and mercy. Without any merit or worthiness in me. So, when I see all of this person that God has given me, and I see all of the gifts that he has given me, then I go around being the perfect Christian and loving God and loving my neighbor and not worrying and taking care of everything. Who does this? Everyone but Mark does this. No. So what do we find? Well, he did this yesterday, he's doing this again today, and he's taking care of me tomorrow, despite my every night going beside my bed saying, daily I have sinned against thee, and yet he still provides me, and he still does this, and all this only out of fatherly divine goodness and mercy. That's why he's doing it, because he's a good heavenly father, Though we have been spoiled, though we've been brats, though we have sinned, though we have been ungrateful, though we have, he has continued to done it. It's not, as it says here, uh, without any merit or worthiness in me. It's not that I can say, oh yes, uh, um, I, I definitely deserve that. For all which, it is my duty... To thank and praise, to serve and obey him, this is most certainly true. There is implied in the recognition of the gifts that God has given. When you realize that someone has generously supplied you with a gift, you wish to return thanks. You wish to acknowledge the gift. You wish to, I'm going to go write them a thank you. Whatever you're going to do, that is included. Uh, and and, And Luther includes that as well. To thank and praise, serve and obey him for all that he has given. Okay, let's go back to the beginning. We'll make a complete circle once again. First, I started off with the Ten Commandments shows us our sin. The Apostles' Creed, usually I say, shows us our Savior. Or it tells us who God is and what he has done. So it comes to our aid by supplying us with the forgiveness of sins, the gifts that God has given. Luther speaks of it another way. He says, all right, we've got this Apostles' Creed. What is it? He said, it's teaching 
And it's none other than simple teaching based upon the first commandment. So how is that? It is briefly summed up. Uh, a summary in particular of the first commandment. So why is that? Because it tells us who the God is, the one and only God that we're to have. Otherwise, how would we know? So the first commandment tells us what? You shall have no other gods. So i got to know which God. Which, which God is it? The creed comes to our aid and says, I'll tell you what kind of God that is. I'll tell you who who the true God is. Uh, it briefly sums up in according to the three persons in the Godhead, everything that we believe. God the Father explains creation. God the Son, redemption. The third, the Holy Ghost, sanctification. A child could say, well, you're to have only one God. Yes. So tell me about that God. Well, I believe in the God who created heaven and earth. That works. What God are we talking about? The creator one. The one who made all things in six days. I'm talking about the creator. This is the God that I have. Besides this one, I, I know of no other God. Um, yes, we can go on, as we will with the other articles, to go on to say, but let's at least dwell upon the first one. If God explains to him, himself to us as the creator of heaven and earth, what do we know? What kind of God is that? <laughs> First of all, yes. Absolutely. Which also the God that made us. Which God, you know, if I'm going to worship a God, why would I worship one that didn't make me? Right. You know, I worship this one over here, but this one made me. Are you kidding? <laughs> right. And what does he think about this creation that he has made? You. It's a good thing. I, he cares a whole lot about it. In fact, if we're going through the uh, making of heaven and earth, we've got all kinds of, and God said, let there be light, and God said, let the dry ground appear, and God said, let the uh, fowls go in the air, whatever. Great. What about when he got to us? He does what? He doesn't just speak. What does he do? He grabs the dust. He forms the man. He gets down and personal, breathes into his nostrils the breath of life. He gives it a living soul. You're different from every other creature. Um, I, you know, uh, oh, these cows are kind of holy, holy cow, right? Um, or the, you know, this. Oh, but but I know it's a mosquito, but you know, you can't be killing insects and. The things that, that are alive. Well, yeah, they're alive. Right, they're not grass. I get it. But what do I know?
I'm the crown of his creation. I was given a soul. No mosquito, no cow has a soul. Um, I was made in the image of God. Uh, um, granted, through our sin, we lost that, and it will be restored through faith in Christ. But everything else was made for man. Right. It is all intended to serve us. Um, granted, we shouldn't waste it. You know, I mean, you don't want to go, you know, shooting buffaloes from a, a, a train just to see how many you can down. But you know, uh, um, but yeah, this is what God has has provided for us. Um, all right. I said this is who I am. Then I got this list of stuff. Um, uh, I, I, I pray before I eat. Where did I get this stuff? Well, I thought I got it out of the cupboard. I got it from the... Uh, my wife took, took my paycheck and bought it down at Kroger. Uh, the farmer met. Where am I getting this God stuff? This is, a, this is a pretty simple process here in which, you know, the, the truck brings it here and whatever. Wait, tell me, when did God, did God fit in at what point here? The entire point. What? The entire point. The entire. Um, the God who created the farmer, the plant, the whatever, the one who still continues to... You're right. When we talk about these things, what do we know? That God doesn't come down directly. Here you go. Let me give you something to, to keep you alive. He uses means. And did not only did he make it, he also commanded it, set it up. Uh, told the grass to grow. Right? Told the birds to multiply. Told the... It was his word. Uh, um, what about what about your parents? They gave birth to you. Who told them to get married and have children? Oh yeah, this was at God's command. Yes, but he gives us all these things and he maintains it. Not that's him maintaining it, right? Yes. Still makes the grass grow. Still makes all these. Still does those things. In fact, he set them up in a, and they still work the way that he set them up. In fact, he wants you to sustain your body by eating food. That, that wasn't like a profound statement. It's just, that's what he wants. You know, if you say to me, you know, well, I, I am sitting over here and I will wait for God to supply, you know, to, to keep me alive. And I go, no, you go get food. Why? This is the way God set it up. And by his command and by his word, it continues uh, to work in these. These things are only the hands, the channels, the uh, way that God is, is, is providing for us. We... We tend to think uh, that 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 like like us. Ooh, I'm running out of time. It's all right. I got two two Wednesdays on first article of the creed. Anyway, um, we tend to think that like us, God's always responding. He's always, you know, 
Oh, I was doing this. Oh, no, I, you know, got in a wreck. Well, then we're going to have to, you know, get some help. Go to the hospital or whatever. Oh, well, I lost my job. Well, now we're going to have to do this. And, and we tend to think that this is, um, the plan is set out and then things get derailed and then God has to fix it. God, yeah. I mean, you know, we've got the, the Ten Commandments are telling us, you know, we're all trouble, buddy. Uh, and you're really trouble. And then the creed comes along and says, well, okay, maybe you're not. And here's why. <laughs> I mean, um, you know, the, the, creed, the creed is the only thing that makes, if it was just the Ten Commandments, what would we have? The creed is the thing that makes the Ten Commandments verbal. Correct. So the God who has existed for all time and will always exist has made this. Did he know what was going on? Yes. Did he know what he was doing? Yes. I mean, this. I, granted, we understand that in time things happen and, and do that. But we also understand that God's not there and so is not caught in time, that he has to respond to it. He sees and knows these things ahead of time. And so uh, Martin Luther as he is explaining uh, God's uh, riches, blessings uh, upon us, he goes on to say, but we here have everything in richest measure. For here in all three articles, he has himself revealed and opened the deepest abyss of his eternal heart and his pure unutterable love. So he's revealed to us that I created you. He revealed to us that I'm sending my son to redeem you. He revealed to us that I'm sending you the Holy Spirit, that it might create faith, thus declare you righteous, and then work in you uh, uh, so that you bring forth that which is good. He's doing all that. He's revealed that that's what he's doing. But Luther goes on to say, and listen, for he has created us for this very object, that he might redeem and sanctify us. Well, he created us for what purpose? That he might send his son to redeem us. And that the Holy Spirit then might make us holy through faith and and working in us. Um, In addition to giving and imparting to us everything in heaven on earth, he has given to us even his Son and his Holy Ghost who brings us to himself. Yes, things, we talk about in time, but the point is, is that God had this plan and was going to do this all along. He set it up this way. The plan was to send his Son. Um, No, the Lord doesn't uh, uh, encourage sin. He doesn't. But he had already worked this out, that it was not going to separate, uh, sin was not going to separate us from him. And so God gave us himself in creation and in redemption and also in sanctification. Which I guess to bring us back to the beginning, uh, as Pastor Arun uh, said that uh, uh, the creation shows us that he's a whole lot smarter than we are. So also as God's plan worked out in time, uh, is also uh, much more than I can even uh, fathom.
questions? I'd like the candles will begin. Page 224, please stand. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Praise to you, O Christ. Alleluia. You may be seated. The reading is on the back of the bulletin. It's Matthew chapter 6, verse 24 through 34. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. This is God's word. The hymn, Why Art Thou Thus Cast Down My Heart? Why art thou thus cast down my heart? Why troubled, why dost mourn apart? For not but earthly wealth 
trust in thy God, be not afraid. He is thy friend to all things may. Dost think thy prayers he doth not heed. He knows full well what thou dost need. And heaven and earth are his. My Father and my God who still is with my soul in every Since thou, my God and Father, art, I know thy faithful, loving heart will never forget thy child. See, I am poor, I am but dust. I worth is none who I can trust. The rich man in his wealth confides, but in my God I must abide. Then laugh ye as ye will. I hold this fast that he hath taught. In God shall want for not. Yes, Lord, thou art as rich today as thou hast been and shall be. I rest on thee alone, thy riches to my soul begin, and tis enough for earth and hand. What here may shine, I all resign. If thy eternal crown be mine, that through thy bitter death thou gainst us, O Lord Christ, for me, for this, for this I cry to thee. All wealth, all glories here below, the best that this world can bestow, silver or gold or lands, but for a little time is given, I have not I thank thee, Christ, eternal Lord, that thou hast taught me by thy word, who know this truth and thee. Oh, grant me also steadfastness, I have 
Heaven making them not to this. Praise on earth, thanks and be brought for all things in and for me wrought by thy great mercy, Christ. This one thing only still I pray, O cast me ne'er from thee away. Amen. Matthew 6, Jesus starts out saying, No one can serve two masters. You can't do it. It's just an impossibility. Um, Where does service come from? The service that would, well, serve a master, serve a lord. Well, it it comes from the, you would say, the the trust uh, that is directed toward something. And so, if you uh, trust that by doing a hard day's work, you're going to get a, a day's wage, you're going to serve that master. You're going to serve it. You can't serve two masters. We have a trust, a trust that goes towards our God, towards our Lord. Why do we trust in him? Hmm. What do we know? He loves us and died for us. Yes. He's he's, he's promised us salvation. So we have someone who cares and we get something pretty good out of the deal. We've already been given something really good. Yeah, he's given this to us. What we are doing is in thankfulness. You're right. There is a service that follows that. Um, Why? Because of what he has done. And he has promised those gifts of eternal life and salvation. And says through trust in him, through faith in him, we we receive those things. Um, Hmm. So there ought to be service. But let me pose the question. So, if there ought to be service of giving our Lord a a tithe of our money or our time or, 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 or to give him those things, and we begin to worry that, well, I, 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 I gladly give God my, my tithe, but uh, I'm not quite sure I'm going to make it through this week. Um, therefore, um, let me put that, that, I'll put that offering in my pocket. And we'll, we'll, we'll make sure that we get through this week. And then, well, then I, I can give him, I can give him that. And so, where there is not service, what has happened? 
What's going on? You don't have trust. Yeah. Um, Service comes with the trust, with having a master. If that's not your master, then there's not going to be service. You can't do. Well, I can... uh, um, uh, I can take care of myself and provide those things and make sure whatever. And I can also come to church on Sunday and, 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 and give God um, some service. Or can you? It says you can't. You can't serve two masters. Um, either you're going to give this or you're not going to give this service. But it comes because of the trust. What do we find? That where there is not service, what is going on? Well, here it talks about either he will hate the one and love the other, or either he will be loyal to one or despise the other. And so what you're going to find is, yes, I, I would do it. Well, no. And so there is a not a loving of one, but a loving of another. Because you can only give that trust, that loyalty, that whatever. Um, the thing in which you trust becomes the master that you serve, becomes your Lord. One follows with the other. What we often think is that um, we're probably, you know, I, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm baptized. Well, I believe in Jesus. I'm, I, I'm good, whatever. But, I just worry. Okay. You worry about what you eat. You worry about your drink. You worry about what you're going to put on. You're worried about what you're going to do. And, if and so you're worried about these things. We think that the preacher ought to, ought to chew us out. Quit worrying. Stop doing that. And if, if he would just uh, um, tell us those, those things, chew us out for those things, it, it would, we, then, and then we would try harder, then we would not worry. Um, or if the preacher told us that we needed to give more money, and then if we tried harder, then we would serve and we would give him more money. But that's not what this text says. It says that you can't have two masters. You can't serve both. If you're serving another, it's not a matter of working harder. It's not a matter of uh, 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 having a, uh, a worry conference so that way I can teach you how not to worry. Follow these four or five steps. Uh, let's use the acronym W-O-R-R-Y. W means whatever. Yeah, are those, is that what we need? What instead do I find? I find my Lord saying things like, look at the birds. What about the birds? What do they do? They what? They fly around. Yeah. Um, they don't buy tractors. They don't plant seeds. They don't build barns. They don't harvest them. Um, birds just don't do that kind of stuff. 
What do they do? They fly around. Why? That's what God gave them to do. They're doing exactly what they're supposed to. Are they worried about this? No. God provides for them. Look at the flowers of the field. You're concerned about the way you, way you look. You're concerned about, oh, I'm not going to have clothing, whatever. Look how well they're clothed. Um, did they do anything to get that beautiful flowers clothing on the, on the field? Um, no. If that's how God clothes the grass of the field, and what do we know about the grass of the field? Today, it's here today. Tomorrow, it's in the oven. I have. If God does that with that, and he cares enough about the grass of the field to make it look pretty, what's God going to do for you? What about the birds? Think about the birds. And then he says, aren't you more important than the birds? Yeah, the birds were intended to serve. They're a little thing. Um, hmm. For after all these things the Gentiles seek, they're running after all. They're serving it. They're, they're, they're serving there, trying to get all of this. For your Heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. He already knows. So what do you think the solution to the problem of service? Not serving so well? Hmm. You can't serve two masters. When Jesus deals with worry, he puts it right back to a trust issue and says, let me teach you how to trust again. Because you see, the answer is not a, uh, uh, a, a workshop a exhortation to do work, service, do that kind of stuff. The answer is faith. The answer is trust. The problem is, is that if you're serving somewhere else, there's not trust. There's not faith. Yes, it's similar to all the commandments where we couldn't do them anyway, but then our explanation always starts, we should fear and love God so that, and we just, we never get the first part, so it's not, right. we knew the commandment wasn't something we could do. <laughs> Right. If there's not fear and love, if there's not trust, yeah, there's not going to be the rest of it. Um, right. And so the only way that there is going to be service is if there is trust. And so that's what the Lord does in this one. He runs us back to, wait a minute, didn't your Heavenly Father make these birds and take care of them? Yeah. Okay, well, you don't need to worry about that. God trusts you. He knows what you need. He, he provides for them. If he provides for the little birds, he'll provide for you. You're much greater than them. Look at all these things. And so finally, in the end, he, he sets down, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. What does he tell them when he gets to the end? He says, now that I have given you a reason to trust in God, now that I have returned you to faith, to trust, he says, okay, direct your concern to the hearing of God's word. And what happens? God will take care of your other stuff. Um, 
I, I, don't, I don't need to deal with... I need to deal with the trust. We need to go back to what it means to have a master, a lord, a god. It's trust. Um, what is it to have a god? To know that he loves me and has taken care of me and has provided all things for me. Um, then I'm willing to give him whatever service comes after that. Um, today is a lot of trouble. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Um, how do we deal with today's trouble? Trust in God. Because you're not going to fix it, whatever it is. You're not going to fix it. And so, what about tomorrow? Oh, yeah. Tomorrow, it says, uh, let tomorrow take care of tomorrow. Tomorrow's got a, you got a whole bag of trouble that's here today, and the only way you take care of that is faith, the trust. Um, I have to give you the, the reasons why you're not trusting, why you have left behind the faith to trust in your money. You've left behind the faith to trust in your time. You've left behind Christ to trust in uh, um, uh, your family, to, you know, whatever you do. That's what we do. We leave that. He was going, he is going to bring us back um, saying, you can only have one God. Um, you, you, you can't, if you have both, you will lose one. Um, that's just the way it's going to be. So, he's going to bring us back to faith. Faith comes from hearing the word, the promises of God. Uh, that's what we find with the Apostles' Creed. The Ten Commandments we cannot do, but the Creed gives us all the promises of who God is and what he has done. And that creates faith. That strengthens faith. That is what we use against worry, against all of the troubles of, of today. Comments, questions? All right. Get out your pink sheet, our recitation of the commandments. Who will help me with the Ten Commandments? Pastor Haroon, Apostles' Creed, uh, Eric, Lord's Prayer, Leanne, Holy Baptism, Dan, Confession Absolution, Karn, and Sacrament of the Altar. Mark, please stand. The Ten Commandments teach what we are to do. The law of God reproves all sin and brings God's wrath. The law requires the entire confidence of the whole heart of man. In repentance we acknowledge our sin, that there is no good in us. Without faith in Jesus Christ, all are utterly lost. You shall have no other gods. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Honor your father and your mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, or his manservant or maidservant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. He says... I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of the fathers, to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me 
and keep my commandments. The Apostles' Creed teaches what God does and gives. In addition to temporal blessings, Heavenly Father has given to us through the preaching of the gospel by the Holy Spirit our full redemption and salvation obtained by Christ's suffering, death, and resurrection. It is therefore certain that we are justified by faith in Christ alone, not on account of our merits. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord's Prayer teaches how we should pray. There is nothing so necessary as to constantly call upon the divine name, invoking and begging God to grant us faith and the fulfillment of the Ten Commandments, to preserve and increase faith and fulfillment, and to remove from us all the Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Holy baptism brings us into the Christian community. Christian baptism, water connected with the Word, is truly God's own work received by faith that might impart salvation and comfort in all afflictions. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Confession and absolution is the voice of the gospel. It is the proper use of the gospel to believe the absolution of our sins and to be assured that they are forgiven us without any merit of our own through Christ. And that when we believe the words of absolution, we are surely reconciled to God as if we heard a voice from heaven. The Lord Jesus breathed on his disciples and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. The sacrament of the altar is food for the soul. We approach the sacrament in order to receive the treasure of Christ's body and blood, through and in which we obtain the remission of sins. This sacrament is given as daily food and nourishment, by which faith may repair and recover its strength against attack and temptation. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take ye, this is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, 
Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. O Lord, we implore you, let your continual pity cleanse and defend your church. And because she cannot continue in safety without your help, preserve her evermore by your help and goodness. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Let us bless the Lord. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen.